3: All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true it's true. Hello
4: and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow.
2: And this is Devin Leary.
4: We just watched the first part of the finale for The Bachelorette.
2: Yes. <laughs> Confirmed.
4: <laughs> no, I was just thinking, I literally was just thinking because they're going to announce the next Bachelor on the next finale. And I was thinking, you know, Avon would be a great Bachelor, but he's kind of. No, he's, he's boring. I feel like, what if it's a meatball?
2: I hope it's meatball, but I don't have faith in the Bachelor universe to give us something that entertaining. There's I know. just truly <laughs>
4: be so much.
2: Fun. Truly, there's like no one that I'm like, oh, that would be an awesome pick. Like if they choose Zach, I will never participate in Bachelor Nation again. He's so boring.
4: Wait, who's oh, my God, that fucking nerd. I yeah. will have
2: to leave. I'll see I'm... myself out.
4: <laughs> I'll See myself out. Oh, what if they choose Tyler Cameron? Remember him? He dated like Gigi
2: Hadid. And that would be cool. I mean, I guess he... I don't. I feel like he's like a model. Well, I will say that there's always the chance that they choose someone from previous seasons or someone that no one's ever even heard of before, like Clayton. And by the way, I went back and watched some episodes of Clayton's season because last week's episode, they ended it with the host guy being like, okay, so. We've decided that you won't be able to handle next week's drama at all. So we have to make it a live episode where I guide you through I was like, wait, I actually know that I can handle it. Like <laughs> I've seen what the, what happens on the Real Housewives, like compared to this, I'm like, okay, I've sat through fake cancer, uh, fake diseases, um people <laughs> claiming that
4: someone's on their someone fake has a sex across the room. Yeah,
2: like um People going to jail, people getting arrested, like <laughs> marriages that last 36 hours, like I don't like protests, like people getting arrested for <laughs> protesting Black Lives Matter, like just every single possible thing. Oh, the the ship, the near shipwreck where all the women then
3: <laughs> had a to diaper. wear diapers because they were like
2: sick from the shipwreck. Shit Yeah, their like, pants. It's like. From Cartagena. OK, so. I think I can handle it. But anyway, I, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so much drama. So to hold myself over, I went back and watched some episodes of Clayton season. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is such a stark contrast of like how interesting and dramatic it is when it's like a group of women compared to like these boring ass men um, who like the most interesting thing they can do is say they're not ready to get married. Like what? Clayton season was fucking crazy. There was like an actual s- psychopath who was ruining everyone's lives. She's um, crazy. And she started from, from episode one, like just creating lies about the other women and telling them that, wow. like, <laughs> and telling Clayton that like, they, they made her feel bad. Like they made her feel unsafe. They were bullying her. So there's one group date where she's not invited and she just goes anyway. And the, gr- the yes. group, d- <laughs> yes. the group date was um, like, it was after like a fake, like sports event, like whatever, you do, what they always of do. Course. So there was a trophy. So she, first of all, she goes, she shows up to the group date that she wasn't invited to. Love. She asked Clayton for one-on-one time. He, he gives it to her cause she's like really hot. And he's like, Oh wow, you look great. Like, sure. Let's talk. They like make out. Then she leaves. He's not at all like, wait, so why did you decide to come when you're not invited? Then she right. she walks past the group of women and she's like, Hey, and they're like, wait, what are you doing here? And she picks up their trophy and throws it on the ground. And then (laughs) and then one of the women on the group date confronts Clayton and she's like, Clayton, you're an athlete. I'm an athlete. I know it's just as important to you as it is to me that when you lose, you just take it. You keep your chin up and you just take it. And like she was being a sore sore loser. And Clayton's like, wait, hold on a second. Sore loser. Now, this is an issue I'm going to have to confront her about. So he talks to her (laughs) and she's like, oh, my God, you're right. I'm going to apologize. She's like, I'm going to apologize. You're right. I should never have done that. So she goes and apologizes to the women and Clayton's standing there. So they all have to fake and be like, Oh, okay. We forgive you. And then afterwards she's like, "Um, I'm Meryl Streep. I just acted that so well. Like that's how crazy she was. (laughs) Um, And then, so then to go back to like watching these men who are so boring, but it really, it felt like when I watched Baz Luhrmann's Elvis and I was like, Oh, like, Elvis songs are actually good like I've never heard these before but these are like actually some some hits but I felt like who am I going to talk to about like have you heard of this guy Elvis it's like it's everyone's so over Elvis now I felt like that watching that season where I was like wait I need to text with people about this drama with this crazy woman but it's like it's so in the past that like there's no one to talk to about it so
4: do you think austin austin do you think austin butler's
2: hot speak (laughs) is everything okay do you think carolina's having a stroke over austin butler um i think no i don't think he is but i think he's talented Me
4: neither yeah he's obviously talented which is strange it it came out of nowhere it came out of
2: nowhere that he's talented and it came out of nowhere that like the, honestly, the, to me, the fact that Tom Hanks has not publicly apologized for this support performance in in Elvis is, like, I think differently of him. Like, he needed to have done a public statement about, like, I'm so sorry for what I put people through that they had to watch that performance. It's truly... And, and just to say, like, <laughs> if I was him, <laughs> I would have said, like, I had like something awful happened to me that I can't talk about COVID. He got okay. COVID. So then just say that like anything to explain why that was so bad. It was truly like one of the most jarring performances I've ever seen in how bad it was. Okay. Moving on.
4: <laughs> yeah. He, him, he needs a press conference. We need a press conference. Chet, Chet Hanks honestly should get in front of it. Cause he knows how to
2: talk to the people. I think Chet Hanks would have done a better job in, in that role.
4: <laughs> I see what you mean, though, in terms of like female relationships are so much more fascinating than male relationships or male friendships. There's just so much that we put out in the open faster and sooner. And we're honestly able to find the psychopath in the room 10 times faster than like men are able, like men can hide sociopathic tendencies so well. Yeah. They can just look like regular guys. That's why when your friend is dating someone. Who sucks? It takes you a second to realize it because he manifests himself by being like, hey, All right, what's up? If you're, if you're calling My me name, out, just
2: say it. You, you don't have to. Peter. You don't have to make it. Try to make it subtle.
1: <laughs> I want true romance. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
0: off today.
4: So, yes, last night, uh, Devin and I watched the live Bachelorette coverage. And Jesse, I'm finally remembering his name, the host, because I had to oh, yeah. hear it five times, and women were literally holding up signs. He's not bad at his job. Anyone's better than Chris Harrison, who was really phoning it in the last five years. But oh, Jesse, <laughs> the girls can say anything. The girls can say, I forgot to bring shampoo to Mexico. And he'll go, Gabby, I am so (laughs) sorry that you are going through this right now. And literally, the girls are watching with stone faces while, you know, they're playing this coverage um, from the live studio audience. And he's like, I can see that this is obviously getting very emotional for you. You're
2: like, it's not. It's not at all. Not at all. They're actually laughing most of the time.
4: Rachel just got her top lip done. Which I understand because she's been watching Gabby this whole season who has her lips done. And I'm sure you're like, wait, why don't I just fucking get that? You're cleaning up.
2: <laughs> but I actually this was the she first looks. E- oh, sorry. Go ahead.
4: No, I was gonna say she looks great.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I, this is the first episode where I liked Rachel's look better than Gabby's look at the live thing. Like, I'm sorry. I love Gabby and I relate to this. But like. Like I relate to being the type of person who loves like a sparkle and a bold color and like a bold hair, but then like <laughs> sometimes you just overdo it. And that was Gabby this week. It's like okay, the hair is not necessary, and she got the, the Khloe dress,
4: Kardashian perm.
2: It yeah, it's uh, it was a lot. And then Rachel looked just like very chic, plain color, very flattering dress. Mm-hmm. Sometimes less is more is what I learned from this up.
4: Speaking of which, I just got rid of a bunch of shit. And one of the things I got rid of, and I'm speaking to this because I think it's something at least I tend to do. I'm not going to say women as a whole, even though I love speaking on behalf of um large parties. I got rid of a necklace that my ex gave me, which was he gave it to me in the hospital. It was like a really moving experience. I sobbed when he gave it to me cuz it was so beautiful. And it was my birthday and I was obviously spending it in the hospital, which wasn't great. And, you know, it was just like one of those really special experiences. And I have had it for years now because and I when I wore it when we broke up. It just like felt it kind of heartbreaking to wear it. So I took it off and then we got back together, put it back on <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, but I but I think it's kind of a metaphor like I hold on to stuff. I hold on to memories. I hold on to people. I keep spaces for people. It takes me a really long time to let go of hope or this idea of like getting back together or room for someone. And I kept on, I, I love shopping online on used websites. So I, and I kept on seeing like, God, I could probably make a lot of money selling this necklace. And or I mean, not a lot of money, but enough for like a plane ticket somewhere. So a good amount of money. And I finally realized, I was like, this person isn't holding out hope for me. You know, like, I'm holding the space. This other person isn't. What am I doing? I need to move on. And so I gave away a bunch of dresses, too, because I, I I was thinking of it when you were talking about sort of the big sparkly dress. And I feel like I always wore, like, really loud floral prints. It's kind of my thing. and And I'm just getting... Mm, older enough that I feel like I like m- muted colors, I don't like always looking like I'm trying to time travel to woodstock sixty seven so I got rid. It doesn't even matter. Maybe that's why my time travel hasn't worked. Um and
2: <laughs> she goes to Woodstock. It's just a farm. There's people like milking goats, and she's like, like
4: i you uh, know what? I see what I did
2: anyone uh, <laughs> they're like, you have to Jimmy. wait two years. Jimmy J-M-I-J-I-M-I.
4: Okay. Jimmy J M I. Okay, I spelled that wrong too. Um
2: <laughs> Wow. You actually quit. You actually Butler. Could have made a lot of money. Ustin, have you guys heard of Ustin Butler? Anyone? Do you guys think he's hot? They're like, Ustin what? Butler as Elvis? <laughs> They're like, oh, Elvis. Elvis, yeah, he died. He um, really sounds
4: like shitting. a fresh from Germany. <laughs> um, <laughs> Elvis, he died. I'll Wait, never no, forget one of my yet. favorite deliveries in the world, which is when Devin and I were in a fifties diner <laughs> with this guy. And it, they had those orders. Like you can order the Marilyn Monroe, which is pancakes or the, you know, buddy Holly, which is a uh, BLT or the Elvis burger. And
2: by the way, we're <laughs> there. Guy we were with the guy we we're with is like one of my, my ex's like good friend. It was like me and Carolina and my ex and his friend.
4: And uh the guy looks to the waiter and goes, yeah, whatever happened to Elvis? She picks up our menus and goes, he died and walks away. <laughs> or maybe it was, he's dead. <laughs> Devin and I were the yeah, only ones dead. laughing so hard. But anyway, yes, I get rid of, I'm selling the necklace. I'm selling other necklaces. I'm selling jewelry. I'm selling dresses. And I'm just feeling this freedom of like, I'm not worried about someone's feelings who's not in my life anymore. Don't get me wrong. I hope they're, I, I, I do not wish ill on them or anything. and I. I definitely am not going to pretend to feel neutral about their feelings, but I I don't, and I, I you know this better than anyone about me, like, I don't have to spend emotional energy worried about this person keeping a space for them. I can just, like, let this go.
2: It's really, like, a relief. I know. I am inspired because I have a nice necklace that an ex gave me that now I'm like, oh, maybe I can make a few hundred bucks off this. I also one exactly. time was started dating someone who was like my height or shorter than me. And so I like decided I was going to sell all of my heels, all my heeled shoes. And my mom was like, that's a crazy thing to do. Like, don't do that. <laughs> and I was like, OK, you don't understand love, but also like maybe, I'll never right? do these again in my life. <laughs> But I'm glad she said that because also that was enough years ago now that like the boots I had are back in style. And I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't get rid of those boots. Now I'm going to wear them this season. Yes, yes, yes.
4: Anywho. They were in style in like 1985. so this
2: was the 70s. Again, Elvis had just died on the (laughs) (laughs) shitter. And things are, my jumpsuit is right about to come back in style.
4: We are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we will talk about Bachelorette. And not Usten Butler. Be right back.
2: <laughs> I want you,
1: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect.
3: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot slash iHeart.
0: Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air.
4: <laughs> and Devin Leary, and we're talking about uh, the last gobbler. two episodes of The Bachelorette. <laughs> queer gobbler, <laughs> Austin Butler, and queer gobbler. That's literally Tom Hanks' <laughs> accent. Can't you see like a tourist
2: yelling at them? <laughs> yes, no, but that's <laughs> Tom Hanks' accent, like Austin, Austin Butler. Ooh, he was like Ulvis. Why don't you putting on the Christmas sweater? <laughs> <laughs> that was him, literally. That was him. I'm going to get
4: some snow. Uh, It reminds me of being on a work trip with Will in Italy and seeing a bunch of people line up in front of the hotel and being like, shit, like they know that Will's here walking outside. It was around the time Suicide Squad was shooting there. And I go, um, hey, what are you guys waiting for? And one girl goes, Jerry Lito. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay." I will say,
2: okay. I have to say, and no offense, like to preface, no offense, but. The Italian accent will always be funny, no matter what. It just is a funny accent. (laughs) It just is. Like, people were like talking about Davide from Love Island last season, and they're like, he's so funny. He's actually really funny. I'm like, no, he's not. Just the way he says his girlfriend's name is funny because of his accent. Like, that's it.
4: (laughs) So. A few things have happened on The Bachelorette, which I think are noteworthy. First of all, Rachel and Zach, who I thought, I thought he might be a front runner. Both of their parents took them to see planes fly. He seemed really obsessed with Rachel. They went to that weird date where they watched a movie that was just pictures of their life. He seemed very emotional. He uh, he moated a lot. And they had their overnight. They had their, um, what's it called? Fantasy Suite. Such a gross name. I, ugh. Zach and Rachel spend the night there the next morning. First of all, I was like, oh, my God, that feeling they were so awkward with each other. And I was like, I don't know if they slept together, but that if they did, it looks bad. And he, they were both drinking coffee. And he's like, mm, don't you love coffee? And she's like, oh, you like your coffee? It's just like, OK, whatever happened is bad. And Zach then is Saying all this stuff that we kind of know about Rachel, where he was like, last night was so weird. She was so posed, and she was just interrogating me on whether or not I was ready for an engagement, and I just did not recognize her. And I feel like I was talking to Bachelor at Rachel. And I was like, that is drama. That's drama. And so she says goodbye to him. We all know that she really doesn't care about any guy except Tino, who I want to say Tino, because I As you can tell from this episode, I've suffered a minor stroke.
2: (laughs) Well, I will say that that moment was on TikTok a lot where like she's like, oh, I don't really like my coffee bitter. Like you like that. And then Zach makes this face that's like just like he's like disgusted by her or something. Um, But I will say also, (laughs) like, I know what he's talking about, but I do think having watched Clayton's season, Bachelorette Rachel is actually better than real Rachel because I think in Clayton season. She-
4: <laughs> well, maybe that he didn't like real Rachel. Yeah. Real that's Rachel the
2: talks exclusively in baby talk and we've seen it come out a couple Uh-oh. times around Tino. Cause I think, and Avon cause I think she really likes them, but in Clayton season, it's all baby talk. And it's also like weird. Like she's like really like wants to like make out all it's like a horny baby. Like that's her real self. Um, so I can see why she we've we've seen a little bit of that, yeah. But she's like,
4: yeah, it's funny too because I keep on forgetting that she's a pilot, and it reminds me of this joke in the other two where one of the guys is nervous about having a female pilot, and the girls like, "You're being sexist." And you hear them over the intercom, and it's like, "Hey, guys, ready for (laughs) the flight to take off?" I was like, if I got on a plane and saw Rachel being like, "What do you guys think? Do you really like me?" (laughs) I would be like, I'm going to die. No, But
2: also, let me say this, like, okay, some of these people's careers, like. Can you just show proof like like what name of flight like do you do work for Delta? Like, are you one of the pilots that takes people across the country? Like, I don't know. It's just like what what does pilot really mean? Like, can anyone say that? Same with Tino this week being like, yeah, I guess if Rachel wanted to live uh, in a different place, like I could just like find a building to work at. I'm like. Is that what construction people really say? Like, I gotta find me a building. I gotta get on a building. Like, he brings like a bucket to work. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just puts on a hard
4: hat. It's like The Sims. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So uh, basically, as of last night, the problem was that first of all, they meet Rachel's family, and Rachel's dad says the disturbing things of This is my daughter. This is my little girl, and I'm not letting her go without a fight," which Made me go, uh. If my dad said anything like that, I'd be like, You're being
2: weird. I also be like, You would? Like, is that a real thing? (laughs) Also, can we stop like glorifying male family members for just being big? Like, I feel like they're like, Oh, big Tony in a pink shirt. He's wearing a pink shirt. Real men wear pink. I'm like, I'm sick of men just being celebrated because they're big. Like, big Frankie. It's like, Grandpa, have have something more interesting. Gabby has a grandfather
4: who's just nice.
2: Okay, no, but he is a little bit, like, you can understand a little bit more why he's, like, Well, yeah,
4: especially because she has, like, an estranged mother. But Rachel introduces Avon to her family. If Avon is obviously, like, the guy, as she she even says, she's, like, on paper, he's perfect. And he tells her friends, like, I, you know, he basically hints at, like, I don't know if I'm ready to be engaged yet. When Rachel finds out, it's as if they told her, like, did you know that he was arrested for domestic assault? She's like, wait, what? And, okay, I get the fact that she's, like, kind of surprised because he was hinting at her that he was completely ready. But when they talk about it, he is being so rational. And she is falling apart. He's like, I really like you. Like, I don't want to mess this up. Like, I don't want to go too quickly. And she's like, but I want to be engaged. She's sobbing. You can tell it's absolutely real. And at one point he's like, Rachel, like, I do care about you. Like, because I don't want to mess this up with us. And she's like, why are you yelling at me? And he's like, I'm not like, I feel passionate about this. It's so hard to watch because you're like, you're actually letting go of a really good thing. And all because of your weird friends, Like.
2: Okay, I completely disagree with you. Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> I Here will say we that, go.
2: Okay, this is what you have to realize about this process. I used to agree <laughs> with you. Works. The process the, works. The former me would have agreed with you, but I've changed my mind because one of the most important things to remember is that the ring is free. They get a free, they don't even have to buy an engagement ring what the fuck difference does it make if you are dating right. this person and you gave them a free ring on TV? Like, it doesn't make a difference. Just do it. And by the way, you signed up for a process that was like getting engaged That's after the two months. No, no, no. I and, get it. And, and he's previously said he that he was ready to do that. And so it's like, if I was her, I would be thinking, okay, did you just say that so you would get ahead? Right. Like, That's the risk that's always involved is like this person could possibly just be trying to play the game and win. Right. So when someone says like, oh, I want to get engaged and then they're like, actually, I'm not sure I'm ready. It's like, "Okay, so are you just playing the game? First of all. Second of all, it was annoying to me that he was like raising his voice and getting. I thought he was raising his voice at her and I didn't understand why he was doing that. Like that, that was like uncomfortable. And it's like, why are you frustrated? Like, it's very clear. You said something you didn't mean. And then in front of my family, I felt embarrassed. Like,
4: okay. 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 You're, you're convincing me. I guess I, I I am blinded by how hot he is. I really am.
2: She was like funny for one of the first times I've ever seen her be funny when she was like talking about how attractive he is. And that she's like, when you see him, you'll be like, why are you doing this or something? Like,
4: (laughs) yeah, no, he's perfect. It is really sad when they break up because at one point she's crying so hard and she's like, I just feel like my heart is breaking. And that sucks. It is true in terms of the engagement. Like, why does it make a difference? Just get engaged. Yeah. But um, we're seeing the same thing happen. This is weird. This is crazier to me is seeing it happen between Gabby and uh Eric who Devin and I always had our, you know, guards up with Eric. We always saw red flags there. He just seems really distant. And he's basically, they're trying to like hide from the cameras to talk about it. Like they're on a balcony and he basically says like, I want to date you. He's like, I just want to date you. And he says, you know, getting engaged before dating isn't normally how it works.
2: Exactly. That's what you didn't sign up for normal dating. You didn't go on hinge.
4: So she storms out of there and she is yelling at producers in front of him, which I think is so funny. It's a, it's like, it's the vibe of yelling at your parents about your sibling right in front of yes. them. And she's like, "He, no, do not call me crazy. He just said he wants to date me. Don't call me crazy. That's what he just said. Literally, he's yes. down the hall from her watching this.
2: He's like, Gabby, Gabby. I was like, shut the fuck up. Also, when they first started talking about it, it's so funny because he starts being like she's clearly just so attracted to him that it blinds her. And like he starts being like, I just want to make like they're like, oh, I love you so much. I love you so much. Everything's perfect. And then he starts being like, I just want to make sure we don't like. Rush anything, and she just starts like kissing him because she wants him to like shut up. Basically, like, no, it's and funny. he's like, so I just want to say like, and she's like, no, this can't be happening. No, this can't be. No, 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 no,
4: no, she, no. she's like, shut up, shut up. I'm gonna make out my make out face on yours.
2: Yeah, exactly. But then oh, this is my shoe. Then he does he does the unthinkable, and it's like.
4: I think that society has conditioned men to also, even if they want to be committed, be scared of commitment, just as it's conditioned us to think like we need to get married. I mean, I, I think I'm free of that. I just want to get married because, you know, I'm like kind of lazy and I I want a ceremony and I I think I'm a romantic at the same time. Like, I don't want to date anymore. I know the kind of person I want to be with. If I met them tomorrow and I was sure about it, I would marry them next week. I just don't have a problem with it. Same. I think men have been conditioned to be scared of it. I think if they really investigated themselves deeply, they would understand that it's a good deal. It is a good deal to find a woman who wants to commit to you. For the most part, women will uphold more than their fair share of the relationship. Like we are always trying to make, and okay, again, not speaking for women as a whole, most of the women I know are trying to make the lives of the men they're with easier or their partners' lives easier. And most of the men I know are not indifferent to it. The guys that Devin and I really like in our friends' relationships are guys who are really supportive and, you know, are cognizant of the comfort of people around them. But I will say that guys are conditioned to think, like, there's something great about being, like, single and out there. And so I'm seeing that happen here. Like, these two girls, listen, Rachel is a baby pilot and, like, you know, has her Fisher play set of a plane. <laughs> but um, I think that she's a good deal for uh, Tino. And we're seeing a teaser for the next episode when it's clear that Tino has said something about like not wanting to get married.
2: Well, also, it's like, OK, even though I've talked shit about Rachel being like boring and not like as funny or cool as Gabby at the same time, none of these men are good enough for her. Like, I think that's the thing. It's like men are excited to stay in the dating pool because Their pool is amazing and ours (laughs) sucks. So we're like, okay, like first person who doesn't like do something completely awful to me or gaslight me or like be mean to my friends or say that like he hates his mom. Okay, like let's move forward. But like for men, it's like, okay, should I choose like the model or like the surgeon, you know, Um, the ICU nurse or the baby pilot? But I also will say, yeah, the Tino thing is like, he doesn't say anything about, Her, he can't put like a cognizant sentence together. And then also, I was like, wait, what is this wild card thing where suddenly they're like, he has this crazy adventurous life because he likes to surf? I was like, I've never heard this about him. Like, her dad is like, oh, so definitely like Rachel is interested in you because she's an adventurous person and so are you. Like, you like to surf. I'm like, ew.
4: I also like how Rachel's dad is like, I'm not letting my baby girl go without a fight. And then Tino's like, I think she's really great and beautiful. And Rachel's dad is like, I do like you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. You are winning me over. And all Avon did was give him a cigar. And he's like, Ooh, my wife's not going to like this, but I like this guy. <laughs> Wait, not going to like that. <laughs> also, her mom, I also sort of understood her. Um, her mom looks based- like she smokes crack. Well, also, Rachel's telling her mom, like, oh, Tino's family doesn't like. Me or her his dad doesn't like me and the mom's like, Is that just something that you've made up or did that actually happen? Basically. And I was like, Okay, are you being crazy? Trauma. There's trauma here. There's trauma occurring here.
4: uh I mean I'm I'm excited for next episode because I did read some spoilers on Instagram and I, I do think it's gonna be a little bit of a a ride.
2: Well, I hope it is. I hope they didn't just fucking scam us into another whole week of waiting to see what happens. Jesse said
4: it's going to change our lives forever.
2: Yeah, he did say that. Um, I hope they do announce The Bachelor. I feel like that's the most exciting thing that could happen next week is them announcing the next Bachelor.
4: I just love my memory of Pilot Pete talking to a girl going, this process works. And Lauren (laughs) Lapkus was doing Instagram coverage. She was like, no, it's not. Like, it's been like 20 years, like five couples have stayed together. Yep. But regardless, we will be watching. And just like Pete and Kim, I will probably be rooting for these couples and disappointed when they break up. Until then. Until then, good
2: night and good luck. Bid you adieu.
5: And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
4: This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost I Miss podcast.